When we were kids, it may have been typical for other kids to call us names. But now, as an adult, is there a name that you call yourself? In today's message, Deidre reminds us that there is only one name that matters. Here's Deidre. Today I want to talk to you about the only name that matters. The first day of school as I walked to my class um, to go meet my kindergarten teacher and fellow students, a little boy walked up beside me and called me a fat four-eyed pig. So how's that for the first day of school? Okay, fast forward. My first day in middle school, um, they had just changed the law in our city, so they were busing the inner city students out to the suburbs. And as I got off the bus and stood outside the door waiting for the bell to ring so I could go to homeroom, I was called the N-word for the very first time. Okay, that was paralyzing. And I had no idea what I was in for, um, and I felt very unsafe, you know, to say the least. Okay, fast forward a little further. When I was 15 years old, my mother walked in my bedroom and found me crying in front of the mirror. And she asked me what's wrong. And I asked her, why did God make me so ugly? And of course, she did what any loving mother would do and reassured me that I was not ugly and that, you know, someone was going to marry me and I'd have my pick. And, you know, it's not that I didn't believe, well, I, I didn't halfway believe her, but I felt like a lot of people, you're my mom. <laughs> you know, this is what you think. You're my mom, so you're, su- you're supposed to feel that way. You know, your mother loves you like no one else, you know, and... I didn't really absorb her words until years later, okay? So, all right, so we've got the first day of school in kindergarten, negative names. And we've got the first day of middle school, another negative name. (laughs) And here I am, at 15 years old, beginning to answer to those negative names that I was called, okay? And I was starting to accept um, the name unattractive, and fat and ugly, okay? So we had a problem. All right, let's go a little bit further in my life. The first year of college, um, which was really, really a good year, except um, I went to the skating rink. We had every Friday night in Columbus, Ohio, we had the gospel skate. Shout out to Columbus, my hometown, and whoever organized the gospel skate from midnight to 3 a.m., Man, it was the jam. It was the place to be. And our parents let us hang out all night because they knew we were in a safe environment, you know, around other Christians. And the thing that I loved about it was that at the end of the night, we would all gather around the skating rink and hold hands and dismiss in prayer. So this one Friday night, we did that as usual. And as I walked out the rink to go to my car, a guy walked up to me and just said, you are so not attractive. And walked away. Now, okay, sidebar. I'm not quite sure what he was thinking, but who does that? You know, I don't know if he meant it or if he was just trying to insult me. And as a result, think that I would engage in some sort of banter with him. Um, But if that's what he was expecting, and I'm sure he was greatly disappointed because by that point, 
I was just agreeing with what people were calling me. So he called me not attractive. All right, here we go. Fast forward. I get engaged to my husband, Mark. And we used to go for these long drives. And we were driving down Sunbury Road in Columbus, Ohio. And he was telling me that I was really beautiful, which was not unusual. He did that quite often. But every time he would compliment me, I would deflect his compliments. And, excuse me, and I would just say, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And my husband is very, very kind and compassionate. But in, on this trip, he said, you know what? I'm going to stop telling you you're beautiful. It's like, Argh! it's like, what? <laughs> it's like you just slammed the foot on the brakes. He said, I'm not going to tell you anymore. Instead, this is what I'm going to do. He said, I'm going to pray that the Father reveals the truth to you so that you can see who you really are so that you can see yourself the way that he sees you and the way we see you. I was like, wow. Okay. I've never forgot. That was a very pivotal moment. Never forget it. Uh, And I would say that it was one of those moments that became the catalyst um, for change in my life. Um, it's, it's amazing to me that he had the insight and the wisdom to approach this subject with me. And you know what? He needed to because, man, it would have been miserable living with me, uh, constantly casting down his compliments. And by the way, if you're in a relationship with somebody and they're complimenting you and you keep deflecting their compliments, eventually they'll find somebody else to compliment. Okay? Or, of course, there's... Cardi B would say, okay, coming back to, to what I was saying. <laughs> um, now, fast forward to now. There is rarely a day that I don't get called beautiful, gorgeous, or stunning. And that's with or without makeup. I've walked out of Walmart at four o'clock in the morning and somebody's like, hey, gorgeous, you know, just looking like, well, I just got up. Um, but that's a normal occurrence. In my life, people call me beautiful all the time. So what changed? This is what changed. I changed. So I guess you could say it's not what changed, it's who changed. (laughs) I am the one that changed because I stopped answering to the names unattractive and ugly and fat and whatever else they used to call me. You see, now I only answer To the names that God calls me. And he calls me fearfully and wonderfully made. He calls me victorious. He calls me more than a conqueror. So that's what I respond to. So if you call me that, you'll get my attention now. Okay. So how did things shift? Okay. There are several things that I did. But in this podcast, I'm only going to talk about two. And the first one is this. I stumbled across a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. That says, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Okay, that bears repeating. Okay, so no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Now, what that means is when someone hurls a name, a negative phrase, um, or or casts an aspersion on you, the only way it affects you is if you give it permission to. And that happens only if you make an agreement with what's being spoken over you. 
And see, we talk about the power of agreement and we often think, oh, well, if two or three people, we just touch and agree on anything that we're going to have it. And we're thinking about positive things, but it works in both directions. Agreement works in the positive and it works in the negative. So likewise, if you agree with a negative thing, then that will also manifest in your life, right? So I had to stop accepting and agreeing with the negative labels and the negative names that were being spoken over my life. And I had to make that choice to end it. And I began to do that on a continuous basis, you know, by monitoring my self-talk. You know, because see, before that, when people would call me ugly, unattractive, you know, non-talented, I would agree with it and I would be calling myself those things in my head. So I had to stop giving those things permission to come into my heart, my mind, my spirit, and I had to decide to reject it and to change myself talk and only call myself what God calls me, right? And, you know, I think about Gideon every time I think about this subject. So in the book of Judges, we have God, you know, calling Gideon, a mighty man of valor. But what did Gideon call himself? He said, look, I'm from the weakest clan, get that weakest clan in Manasseh. And he says, I'm the least in the clan. Now, I mean, now, come on now. How about that for uh, self perception? He's in low self-esteem. He's like, my family's weak and I'm the weakest in my weak family. Now, that's that's weak. (laughs) But that's not how God saw him. That is not the vision of him. And he, he, and I would imagine that he, uh, was calling himself weak because other people around them had called him weak. They'd called his whole family weak. And because of the defeat in certain battles, um, they just began to agree with those things, those names that were being called and spoken over their lives. So, you know, Gideon really needed to to change the name that he answered to. He needed to start answering to mighty man of valor, even if he didn't think it. And you know what, sidebar, I was going to tell you this, but this is what I, I did. I started doing this, even though I didn't believe I was beautiful. I would begin to tell myself every day that I was, even when I didn't believe it. And you know the scripture that says, if you speak those things that be not as though they were, in other words, if you begin to speak um, what you want to see into existence, then that's what will manifest. So I didn't believe I was beautiful. Remember, I was believing the negative labels that were placed upon me. But when I decided to shift, monitor my self-talk, and I began to tell myself that I was beautiful, that I was gorgeous, that I was stunning every day, then that 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 energy from within began to ooze um, from with from within to without. And now people call me what I call myself. Listen, people will call you what you call yourself. If you call yourself dumb and unintelligent and unable to ascertain knowledge and information, if you think that about yourself and if you call yourself that, then that's what other people will call you. But if you believe that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you and you tell yourself that, then other people will mirror that. They mirror the energy that you put out. So that's why the change happens within And then is expressed from without. Okay, so I didn't mean to preach that long on that. So 
This is the second thing that happened to me. One day I was in prayer and I was criticizing myself, saying that I was ugly, unattractive, and that I wasn't as talented. Because a lot of people told me I couldn't sing either and I would never succeed in music and all that. Um, But what happened was the Lord, I could feel him being very irritated in that prayer. And he spoke to me. Now, we talk about how God has this you know, it's the small whisper, the sweetie, so kind of, listen, that's not the voice I heard that day. I heard a stern, corrective voice and God told me these words. He said, don't ever insult me again. Ooh, it brings, brings chills to me as I talk about that moment because I realize That every time I criticized myself, I was criticizing God's creation. Have you ever made something for somebody and they criticized it? Have you ever wrote a song or a play or an article or created um, some article of clothing or, 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 or just whatever it is, done a project or anything, and people just criticized it? But that's how God feels every time you insult yourself, you criticize yourself. When you do that, You're criticizing God's creation because he said that everything that he made is good. And if you don't see yourself that way, you know what? I pray that you do. I pray that you change the names that you answer to. When someone calls you a negative name, when someone calls you um, incapable, I pray that you don't even answer to that name, that you only answer to, oh, yeah, she's well able. Oh, yeah, he's well able. Oh, he's got it going on. Yeah, he's great. He's successful. Right. She's successful. And these are the things that we have to conquer. And see, and it's not because we just want to be the center of attention in our own world. No, no, no. It's because we are disarming the enemy from being able to use the area of low self-esteem to keep us from believing that we can accomplish all that God wants us to accomplish. See, that's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to get us free from being entangled in answering to negative labels and negative names and shift to only answering to the names that God calls us so that we can be free to be everything that God called us to be. So I'm praying that as you listen to this, that if you've struggled with how you view yourself and and if people have spoken words over you that are negative and that have weighed on your life and your life has manifested those things, I'm praying that right now it's broken off of you. Let me let me pray for you. Lord, each and every person listening to this podcast, I pray, Lord, that you would break the power of the negative names and negative labels that have been spoken over their lives. And Lord, we cast those things down at the atmosphere. And God, and we ask God that you would help them to to recreate as you create with their words, that they will speak what the word of God says, that they're fearfully and wonderfully made, that they're victorious and more than conquerors in the name of Jesus. And God help them to never answer to a negative name because the only name that matters is the name that you call them. In the name of Jesus, amen. I thank you so much for listening and I pray that this is a day that shifts for you and your understanding on how you should talk to yourself and the names that you should answer to. Listen, don't let the enemy gain that advantage over you. Not another moment. You have been set free and who the sun sets free is free indeed. Listen, only answer to what God calls you. I love you so much. God bless you. Have an amazing day. 
This has been Devotions with Daedra. If this message has been a blessing to you, be sure to follow, like, and subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. Also, for more ways to grow in your spiritual walk with the Lord, just go to DaedraGreatHouse.com and sign up to become a member of Daedra's Believers Club. Again, just go to DaedraGreatHouse.com. Until next time, thanks for listening and may the Lord continue to bless you.